Hello and welcome to IC Dad People. It's a Saturday morning here in Seattle at eight ten, and we're just waiting for uh, Mr. Eugene Breen to join us. Here we go. Hello, Eugene. How are you doing? Good morning, Stevie. Just blew the eardrums off me there. I think the sound a bit too high there. Good morning. How's it going? I'm doing well. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, all the snow up in Seattle. Want to make snowmen? Yeah, a little snowmen. Bye. Yeah, no, we uh, it snowed a lot last night. Now we're we're up about five inches, which is probably for lots of places in the countries is is a standard day. But yeah, here it's a. Uh, it's doing it, and it's going to be snowing for the day, so there's going to be some snowman building with the, the three-year-old this morning. Yeah, I hope you're getting in your, your carrots cold. <laughs> My what? Your carrots and your cold. It must be a Wexford thing, Eugene. No, no, I'm pretty sure it's uh, global. <laughs> you know, snowmen, you put the carrots as their nose. And the cold the whole way down as their buttons. I think no. that's a myth. No, I, I no, think that's just in Wexford, Eugene. No, it's what no they use strawberries in Wexford. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I suppose you don't have any twigs for the arms either. <laughs> no. Fucking crows around. Yeah. Um so Did you hear him? I, I, I did indeed. So what's the plan for, for later on? Are you bring in a are you bringing Sears out to build a snowman, or? Yeah, yeah, she's been. She was already up this morning. She's super excited, and uh, she's been coming into me every three minutes, asking me, mm-hmm. "Is it nine o'clock yet? We're going to go out at nine, nine a.m." Mm-hmm. Yeah, so she's excited to build a snowman. I'd say it'll last about four minutes before the hands are frozen off her, even with the gloves on, and then she'll want to be coming in. It'll be all fun and yeah. games for about five minutes, I'd say. Yeah, all fun and games until hypothermia sets in. <laughs> It's all fun and games till you lose a finger. <laughs> is she um, is she still mad into to Frozen? Yeah, yeah. Frozen has watched at least bits and pieces. There's a couple of series out there now. There's a Lego Frozen. And so there's always some Frozen during the week, either movie or we usually take turns during dinner picking the music between myself, my wife and my kid. And so Frozen is usually com- comes in there. With Mo- with Moana or Frozen music. Lovely. So what's on our agenda today then, Stevie? What can people look forward to listening to? Well, a couple of good conversations. Um, uh, and then we have the usual anything but the right answer round. And I'm <laughs> sure there'll be a couple fun. of dad jokes. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, th- there's, there's no better thing to do in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, I, I'm actually that that dazed from uh, my my morning that I have no good actionable puns to return. <laughs> yeah, can you tell everybody? Because nobody knows the story yet. Yeah, but yeah, that's another good one too. <laughs> I could say it's right crack. <laughs> um, yeah, a good bloody morning, I could say. Um, so, as you know. Stevie and I, as, as Irish guys living in the States on the West Coast, sometimes it's hard to maintain um, the relationship properly with your family uh, back in Ireland. So I, I choose Saturday mornings to call around to my family. And I was on the phone to 
my lovely mother this morning um, and my son, Riley, who is two years old now, was sitting on my lap and he was watching this guy called Blippi. I think he's from Seattle as well, actually. But anyway, he, um, he I don't know, Blippi did something on the show and Riley got really excited. He jumped up and he basically back headbutted me in the nose and I could just feel something go click. <laughs> So my son broke my nose this morning, uh, and I, just, I was just dazed looking at the phone, talking to my mother, and blood just started coming down from my nose. I said, Emma, uh, I think Riley's out of breaking my nose. I have to go. What a way to leave the phone. Well, you know, as, well, you know as, as Tom Jones says, it's not unusual to get your nose yeah. broken every day. I, I think it goes, it's not unusual. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, it was a sore one. The, the last time that happened was a couple of years ago playing football. So I, I kind of knew straight away that's it. It's after uh, fracturing again, but yeah, it's okay. Yeah, I still don't know how you broke your nose playing football when you were playing with yourself. Huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it was a good darts team, in fairness. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh. A bit of a late reaction from the crowd. Yeah, it wouldn't be like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we'll kick into our uh, interesting question and story round. Uh, here we go. So, Eugene. What is an yes. interesting story that you read in the news last week? Um, an interesting story that I read in the news. Uh, oh, well, it's all about this, this impeachment now, isn't it? That's probably the most, most interesting thing that's going on at the moment. Um, not that I pay overly um, a lot of attention to the news. Um, I think everyone is, is, is kind of keeping their eyes out for how this um, vaccination is being rolled out as well and uh, you know how that's going how it's progressing keeping an eye on it when when everyone can maybe look to get vaccinated so probably more so down that route which is all all very very boring um, kind of monotonous news yeah yeah well, I, I, I think go on no I was going to say I read an interesting story in Ireland actually this week about the standard of index. Did you see that? Or the, what are the standard of living index within Ireland and what county to live in? What county is the top place to live? Did you see that yet? It's on the Irish Times. No, I was just no, I was just about to ask you, uh, how did you manage to get on a flight to Ireland? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, it came out. And of course, I'm sure you're, you're, you know where this is going. Uh, what, what county uh, topped it? Oh, yes, I, I know this one. The most... Um, the most romantic place in Ireland, is it? No, Waterford. <laughs> I'm sure you're not talking about Waterford. Uh, it's hardly Waterford. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the most romantic town in Ireland. It's called Athlone, right? Well, the, the best place to live in Ireland, best county to live in Ireland, was recently from a survey and everything done was Waterford. Yeah, I think everyone that participated in that was from Waterford, weren't they? <laughs> that was yeah, it definitely was not. <laughs> <laughs> It was definitely not on Watford Whispers News, the survey. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to find the article now. Someone sent it on to me during the week. Um, right. But yeah, no, they. And then there was a lad who was 70 who uh, rode across the ocean. Did he? Yeah, some man. Yeah. There's hope for us yet, Eugene. Yeah, good stuff. He rode. He rode across the ocean. Road. Yeah, road. R O W E D, not R O D E. Uh, just in right. case you were just confusion okay. there. Although yeah. in Irish, in Ireland, that those two things sound the same. Yeah, it, yeah, it does. He rode. Yeah, <laughs> And have completely different meanings. <laughs> yeah, there's kind of a religious moment there. Yeah, he rode across the lake by. What? Yeah. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> oh, very good. Um, All right, Eugene. Okay. Mm, so, what are the top three things that annoy you um, and why? I had a very similar question for you next, which is really ironic. So now I'm going to have to skip to another one. But anyway, you got there before me. Uh, What three things that annoy me? One thing that annoys me is the fact that you asked this question before I did. So there's one off the list. So now I have to go and find another question for you. Uh, What annoys me? I'm trying to think in daily life what what might annoy me. Um, I think uh, probably one of the weirdest things that annoys me is when I've gone to the fridge or something and we've run out of something and you're just going to have dinner or something and that one thing you were looking forward to, you thought was there and then it's not. And you know what's even more annoying? Is that you come back the next day and realize it was in a different place in the fridge. (laughs) Yeah. That's a small thing yeah. that annoys me. Um, <clears throat> a large thing that annoyed me was probably recently, which is one of the later topics I had, which is, uh, you know, I, I feel like between the divide between the rich and the poor, you know, I will say that, you know, and it's kind of mm-hmm. interesting, but I'm like, I, I, it kind of annoys me that for years and years and years, and, and whatever you say about Robin Hood or like it or not like it, um, it opened up a trend for everybody to be able to invest and not just put your money in savings where it's, you know, trickling in, but an opportunity for everyone to um, invest in the stock market. And, and, and if they have the willingness to learn and, and understand it and, and, uh, and do it, there's an opportunity for someone to start really small, for example. Uh, it doesn't require now anymore, you know tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars to or euros or whatever currency you're in to actually invest some money so that annoys me that 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 opportunity has only been there in the last few years that up to you know five five years ago you know that wasn't something that the general public really had access to and you know uh, that that annoys me that annoyed me over the last few weeks honestly thinking back to that with our families and stuff not really having that opportunity to ever do that really yeah in my opinion yeah, yeah, I think it's um, it's it, it's something that is very, very common in the United States. Everything about stocks, like uh, almost everyone I talk to on my team, is um, quite quite well versed on on stocks and stuff like that. I think it's um, it's almost up there to to know as much about stocks as what it is about the Constitution here in the states. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and back in Ireland, there is just very little, very little. There's a short minority of knowledge surrounding stocks in Ireland, and anyone who you're right, like anyone who was in the know about it a while ago, would have would have definitely done very well. So yeah, that's a that's a fair statement. Yeah, I think you've got if you've got the internet now and you've got the time. <clears throat> And not everybody, right? But if you have the internet and the time, there's a lot of things you can learn, right? And, and you can advance in life with solely the internet, computer, and the willingness to learn and time, right? Like computer courses can get you into a lot, right? If you're willing to start at the start, start at the bottom and work your way up, you know, on a low salary and you're willing to go in there and learn, you mean that the world has opened up to a lot of people, especially now that people can work from home. Right. Mm-hmm. That that depends on if you have the environment. Right. There's also the other side of that is if you're living in a smaller house or a flat or an apartment with family running around, it's not going to be as easy to do it. You know, and maybe that's a disadvantage not having an office that you can go to. But mm-hmm. I am happy that um, opportunities seem to have opened up to everybody, uh, to the majority of people. If you, if you really have the intrinsic uh, want to do it, I think it's there at least now. And, you know, computing is getting cheaper, you know, uh, even with a Raspberry Pi, which is what, 40 bucks. And if you even have a TV, I mean, you can literally plug it in 40, 50 bucks and you could learn to program, you know, um, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So if you have it inside, if you have it intrinsically, I think there's an opportunity, at least maybe not everybody, but I would say that at least if you compare to like, 15, 20 years ago, uh, it's just a huge accomplishment uh, to open up that market, uh, open up that opportunity to the world. And I think, um, yeah, it's it's taken that time, but it's it's great that the opportunity is there. Mm-hmm. Uh, leading into that question, then my question for you is, uh, so, you know, part of being a dad, and I think there's a shift when you become a dad as well, is you start to think of future uh, reti- retirement, I think, starts to come into mind and mm-hmm. college and for your kids, kid or kids. Um, what does your what what does your future look like? What, what's your kind of investment plan or retirement plan? What how what how how does that fit into your life right now? You know, and I know there's mm-hmm. so so many things to balance with with a young kid and work and everything. But how does that? How do you think that balances in now? And you know. Um, I, I, my thoughts is it's never too early to start thinking about it and start taking small steps, or as you would say, little habits, you know, uh, mm-hmm. how, how, what's your thoughts around little habits you can do to start thinking and preparing for, you know, later years. Yeah. I, I think first, um, first and foremost, my, my biggest investment that I'm going to have throughout my lifetime um outside of finances is going to be the time that I put into my family. I think that is the biggest investment that anyone can ever make. Like you have your, your flesh and blood downstairs and sorry, just, just speaking about myself and my wife down there. I think, I think I, I reach, I reach 70. Okay. And I have, let's say two streams that I've gone down, I've gone down my work stream and investments and finances. And on the other stream, I have my, 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 my family, right? And my family is absolutely priority. And I think to myself that even if I don't have a dime or a euro to my name when I'm 70 years old, the fulfillment and um, happiness it would bring me knowing that I have raised a wonderful, loving, caring, happy human being who is thriving within his life and have a happy marriage. I think that's number one. That's the biggest investment. Um, 
and it'll always be regardless of um decisions i make with job and whatever i do with finances i think with with finances um things that i start doing lately is um because i'm optimizing as much time as possible with how busy work is i start using audible and instead of instead of reading books i fit it in with things that i'm doing during the day so i could be just working um and, and getting through some monotonous tasks as we do in our day lives and i have audible in the background listening in uh, on, on things and taking it in and then likewise when i'm training when i go to the gym i'm listening to other audible books they might be based around fitness and health and others might be based around finances so um yeah i'm i'm learning I'm learning as I go along. I recently opened up an e-trade account for uh, investing. I'm thinking about the future. I think the next step is to, myself and Savannah were talking about too, was to get in touch with a financial advisor and to get, to get good advice to plan for the future. Um, in terms of college and stuff like that, I'm planning for Riley's college. I think here in the States, it's, it, it's a joke how expensive it is where kids leave college and they have like a, a, a big bill or um, people set aside almost, like parents set aside almost the amount of money that it would cost to buy a nice house back in Ireland purely for their kid to go to university or college here in the States. Back in Ireland, uh, which is, when, when people leave college back in Ireland, they are highly employable and the education system is fantastic. And it doesn't cost, I'd say, 5% of what it does for what it is in the States. So that's our intention anyway, Riley. Just go back state, go back home um, and do a lot of the education there because we think it's a lot better. Um, so we, we don't really have to figure that in. But um, we had a, a guest on our show recently called Jim uh, Dicatano, who is also a, a financial advisor. And he, he spoke candidly about this uh, book that he had released. Do you remember the name of the book? Uh, about Larry? Yes, Larry the Bunny, wasn't it? Saves his money. Saves his money, yes. I think that's one of the important lessons and investments that you can make is uh, maybe take some time to, to jump onto our website and uh, listen through that episode. And he talks candidly about how it's so important to teach the next generation or your, your your kids and whatnot or even now if you don't know a lot about it but to um, teach them a lot about how to operate within the world when they're older and how to utilize their finances and just just learn a lot about it so uh, to sum it up two two investments one most important one is family and the next one with finances i'm only really getting started on it now so it should be it should be an interesting journey, um, which hopefully reaps a lot of rewards. Okay. Yeah, I think that that's great advice, Eugene. I think the Audible one is great. You know, it's uh, been apparent and everything. It's always hard to find the time to dedicate to doing one thing. And so if you can't find the time, you've built up a great little habit there of just starting with the Audible. It's just something I did as well. Uh, if I was traveling in the car or just sitting somewhere outside or going for a walk, I'd, I'd, I had a Kindle as well. And I'd just sit there and get some fresh air 
get a nice view and read a couple of pages. But I think that's, and the other thing you said is just getting started. It's like the gym, right? Uh, you know, it's just about doing something small and getting started and getting into a routine, not trying to uh, within uh, set a goal for yourself to uh, uh, do a triathlon in the next three weeks. You know, uh, it's it starts small and go. And, uh, and I think a lot of people also think, and I think that was one of the learning points for me is, you don't need to have thousands of dollars to get started. If you just start with $10 or they have a thing called paper trading where you don't even need any money, you can sign up for these accounts and, and, and see how things work with just fake money, if that's what you want to call it, right, to see how it works and stuff. So it's all about getting started and learning. And most things in life are about that. I think even when you look at the gym, you know, you had got me on to Avatar Nutrition. And, you know, I was skeptical at the start of it. And then I realized, you know, there's 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 eating better and there's that but i think the most important thing i got out of it was understanding food you know and the amount of times it comes up in conversation about you know thinking about fats carbs and, and proteins it just opened my mind to understanding food and that's what started a different journey for me and even when i eat now in my mind if i'm eating something that i'm like that's going even not not using the app that's going to hit, it does trigger something in me right uh, there's some trigger that's built in right now after going through avatar nutrition of just being aware, more aware. And I think it's the same thing with the finances, you know, and investing. It's about starting. Uh, there's never a perfect time to start. There's never an ideal time to start. Uh, but it's just getting started, I think, is generally just a good a good philosophy in life. If there's something you're planning to do, figure out what's the smallest thing you need to do. You know, as we say in work, you know, there's the crawl, walk, run of way of looking at life, right? It's, yes. you know, everyone thinks, everyone's looking for the run. They're thinking of the run, you know, but what can you do to just crawl? You know, what can you just start, you know, uh, yes. a small step? Or even if it's a small crawl, even if you're not walking, what's a small crawl? So I think that's a good way to think in life. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's not that you always yeah. have to go start with running. You can start with mm -hmm. a crawl if that's what you need. That's how kids do it at the end of the day. Most kids start with a crawl, right? They don't run. A lot of them anyway. Uh, some do walk uh, before they crawl. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but the majority, I think, crawl, walk, run, you know, and that's how we, we, we advance as humans, you know. So, I mean, there's something to, there's something to think about there. Yeah, you can't expect change without change, isn't that right? Yeah, especially now it's harder to change now right now with digital, with credit cards, because no one has change anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Actually, my dad used to be a fecker for that change. You'd leave change down anywhere and he would just swipe it up like a magpie. It'd be gone like anything. You know what I usually... Yeah, you know they usually like to tip over a couch after you've been sitting on it for years and years, and like it's like jackpot, you know, just seven, seven, seven. You've hit the jackpot Vegas, and all the coins fall out of it. Nothing would fall out of it. <laughs> My dad would already have all the coins out. Uh, you, you know, uh, I was going to say something, then it went out of my head. I don't know what I was going to say. Anyway, it's gone, yeah. Eugene. It's gone out of my head. Uh, Sorry, you can tell me on Valentine's TV. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for Valentine's. Uh, what is the most romantic thing you have ever done? Um, oh, I, I have a funny story. <laughs> Joanna's going to love this one. Uh, so so uh, if, for people who don't know, myself and Joanna met at an Irish wedding in a place called Leavenworth, which if you live in the US is also a famous uh, prison uh, but not that it's the Bavarian town uh, in, in, uh, in Washington we um, 
But uh, so I was here for about two weeks after the wedding, and then I went back to Peru, where me and you were living, Eugene. And uh, I came back for a visit for a while, and then uh, Joanna came to visit me in Peru. And uh, she came for two weeks, and we 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 stayed in the Amazon jungle uh, overnight in this lodge and all of these things. But one thing we did was, you remember Wakachina? Oh, Wakachina, yes, I do. Yes. I so, what, for people who don't know, have, there are a lot of people probably don't know Wakachina. Actually, my sister is on here as well. I think she's been to Wakachina, if I remember. I think so. Now. Uh, the um, the it's sand dunes in Peru, so it's in the north of Peru, sand dunes and. Uh, so I, I planned. I had bought this really nice bottle of wine, <laughs> and uh, and um, and uh, we we and I had planned for us to at, uh, at dusk, dusk dawn. Oh, man, I can't even remember dusk at dusk to go up. <laughs> the sun was coming down. I planned for us to bring a blanket and go up on top of the sun dunes. And you could imagine it's like one of those movies from Mad Max. Like you can't see anything. It's just sand, <laughs> and the sun's coming down. So great, you know. So we. So we're heading out anyway. So I had this really nice bottle of wine I'd brought all the way from Cusco. Now I'd brought it through buses, planes, everything to here, right? And so anyway, uh, I put it in the bag and I have two glasses. And uh, we we walk outside the, the the hotel place we're staying in. And anyway, five steps out, Joanna. I said to Joanna, hold the bag while I was holding something. I was holding something else. And anyway, uh, five steps out, Joanna slips straight off the car, bottle of wine oh, all over the place. No way. But, uh, uh, thing. Was she okay? Yeah, she. Yeah, the wine wasn't though. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> oh, this was the most romantic. Like a proper Irishman. <laughs> yeah, down her hands and knees. <laughs> that was the most romantic. Down her hands and knees, drinking, hope, uh, pulling pieces of glass out from out. No, um, no, but uh, no. It's always been uh, that was one of our romantic ones, and uh, to go up to um, the top of the dune. So we went up anyway, and it was still. It was still amazing just getting up there and, and watching the, the sunset at the top. But, uh, yeah, that was one of my romantic attempts. Uh, there you go, Stevie. Yeah. So that was, that was one of the stories. Um, yeah. That's a story that we always laugh about. That's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, all right. Leavenworth. I've heard good things. I'd like to go sometime. Well, to th- I'm, I'm assuming to the uh, the variant town, not the prison, Eugene. Yeah. Oh, I have, I a, good, have a good prison. I miss. Have a good. Have a good story there. Actually, uh, I won't mention names, but the wedding I was at was um, the wedding I was at was uh, a friend of mine from Cusco. Uh, who co-ran an Irish pub slash hostel called the Wild Rover. Are you familiar with the Wild Rover, Eugene? Yeah, I am indeed. I think it's more familiar with me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so anyway, the funny, the funny part, the funny part of all this was um, uh, there was a there was a moment. Uh, oh yeah, after the wedding, we all got back and uh, we're speaking to the husband and wife later on. They were telling stories, and anyway, so. The, the husband, he was only had one or two things he had to do for the wedding. That was it. He had one, you know the saying, you had one job. And he <laughs> yeah, did, and, and he screwed up the one job he had. And the one job was find somewhere to put the dog while we're gone. Find a, a kennel or, a, you know, a dog, the dog lounges, as they call them here. 
the dog uh, lounge. Yeah, the dog <laughs> lounge. Yeah. Places that you can let your dog for a couple of days, right? So that was his only job, right? Anyway, so he paid for it and he was saying to the oh man, I got a great deal on it. It was super cheap. It was way cheaper than I expected. And it's in Leavenworth. And he goes, it's right there. So we can actually bring the dog down and we can leave him in the Leavenworth and then we pick him up and bring him back. So much cheaper than Seattle uh, or, or around Tacoma, the area, right? Anyway, so about three days, anyway, two days before, uh, they were looking up where. Uh, so Liam typed in the address and it was thousands of miles away because he'd booked a lounge near the Leavenworth prison, not the oh, Leavenworth wow. variant town. <laughs> 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 the ideal story of the uh, um, the ideal story of uh, of um, of you only had one job, and then hey, the whole yeah. job after. I think I've made a huge mistake. So Eugene, <laughs> no. what, what is the most oh, what is one of the, <clears throat> what is the most one of the most romantic things you've done, Eugene? Um, I remember one one Christmas when I was single. I bought myself a slab of Red Bull and a bottle of Jägermeister. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, most romantic thing, well, proposing to uh, Savannah on the on the cliffs of Moher was was definitely one of the most most romantic things and uh, I've ever done. And stands out in in memory. Um, I think <laughs> for. For any uh, uh, ladies out there listening, they will say that that romance never uh, changes. But <laughs> I think when you get get married and have a kid, and when you're um, kind of in day to day survival, some some little things can kind of jump out as as romantic. It could be as small as um, doing the dishes, or or uh, you know, just the small little things. Um, but yeah. In terms of one thing that that jumps out immediately when you talk about romance, there's not as romantic as the West Coast of Ireland and proposing to the missus. That was that was pretty cool. Um, looking forward to to Valentine's tomorrow. Now I have to get thinking about it. If I'm being honest, I haven't kind of dropped a thought about it um, just yet with things being so so crazy. But I do have a couple of ideas up my sleeve, and uh, yeah, I'm trying get cracking on it. Well, you better start cracking, Eugene, or you'll have another bloody nose tomorrow. I know, yeah. I can't, I can't do another knock on, on the old nose today. I think as well, um, I think um, a number of times where um, Savannah and I have had anniversaries coming up and, and so forth, I kind of take take time to to draw her a, a charcoal picture Um which includes either the two of us or myself or Riley, which um, which can be a bit romantic, I suppose, given something like that with a bit of thought and effort and art- artistic suave at the back of it. So, um, yeah, that'd be one of the, the romantic things that I give her every now and then. Nice, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Eugene, do you know what time it is? What time is it, Stevie? It's time for the joke round. I don't know where you found them. You used to have better jokes before you were a dad. <laughs> Ready for act, let's go. <laughs> so I told my wife that she draws her eyebrows too high. <laughs> she looks surprised. <laughs> she, 
She does them actually. She has red eyebrows, by the way. Um, <laughs> so, did I ever tell you that I can cut a piece of timber just by looking at it? It's true. I saw it with my own eyes. <laughs> oh, that, that is that is a that is a good one. Uh oh. Uh oh. So since. Since my son hit me in the head this morning, I've been seeing flashes of Daffy Duck, Mickey Mouse, and Goofy. I think I'm having some Disney spells. <laughs> That's about it. Stevie. I have a I have a good one for now. Uh, Dad, why is there snow in my bedroom? My daughter asked. I said, "Good." I'm glad you're finally getting my drift. Oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Jesus, Stevie. Um, I have no more dad jokes. <laughs> All what, what's happening with the dad jokes these days, Eugene? Well, I delivered three. That was in the contract. Three? I thought it was four. I thought it had gone up. No, I do have one more. So I went for a walk the other day. And on my way back, I passed a lemon meringue pie, a cheesecake. A, a I think pie. it's better not be this joke. <laughs> and I stopped and I thought to myself, this place seems strangely deserted. <laughs> Eugene, I'm pretty sure that's the fifth time you've told that joke on here. Yeah. It's a good thing we affect all listeners because, you know. <laughs> Eugene, why do you like bad jokes? Why do I like bad jokes? Stevie, I've never told you that I like your jokes. <laughs> well, you know that I like bad jokes because that's just how I roll. Uh, I roll. No. No. Okay. Yeah, actually, that one wasn't too bad. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for the anything but the right answer round? Yeah, let's go for it. Are you ready? Oh, I get it. All right, Eugene. Banging your head against the wall for one hour burns. Your forehead? (laughs) (laughs) It depends on what you're banging against, right? 150 calories. Oh. In Switzerland, it is illegal to own just one. Um. In Switzerland, it is illegal to own what? Just one. Uh, bar of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> the true answer is guinea pig. A guinea pig? You're only allowed yeah. to own one? Why is that? Uh, I don't know. Probably because they're, you're not, they'd be very lonely without the other one, I suppose. That's true, yeah. Huh. I don't think the same thing is in Peru, though. No, sure. They it's a different already. reason. <laughs> it's illegal to own just one because it takes at least two to feed a family. Uh, Jesus Christ (laughs) (laughs) 
Did you actually have guinea pig when you were in Peru? I did, yeah. Yeah, I had a guinea pig. There's more meat on a pigeon's kneecap. I've never had a pigeon, so uh, I'll take your word for yeah. it, Eugene. Uh, snakes, <laughs> snakes are able to predict... Bell movements. <laughs> May... <t> <laughs> May 29th is officially put a pillow on your what day? Uh, May what? <laughs> May 29th right. is officially put a pillow on your something day. Put a pillow on your arse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's an advertisement somewhere. Though. <laughs> I can't remember what the actual answer is. Let me see. Put... Um, May 29th. On your fridge. Oh, husband's face. My wife just... Oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I promise we're lots of romance tomorrow. <laughs> the, 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 the pillow is to stop the bleeding after you just got headbutted. I know, yeah. Hang on here. I'll put on down. Listen to this. Dear Savannah, <laughs> I know it has been minutes since our last chat, but I would like to express to you my deepest sympathies <laughs> for forgetting our most romantic moments. Please join me cordially tomorrow at nine o'clock tomorrow night when we're both absolutely Jack wrecked from looking after our two-year-old mental son. <laughs> or we shall partake in two glasses of wine, some barbecued steak, and an episode of love-hate. I love you forever, your adoring husband. Love you! And this is how it started, and we know how it ends. Savannah walks into the room, and this is how it goes. Three. Merry Christmas, that, you filthy animal. That doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. I'm probably going to pronounce this wrong, but sh shirophobia is the irrational fear of um, licking Donald Trump's fake tan. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I'm wrong? <laughs> well, no, actually, actually, you're pretty right. Actually, very close. It's the irrational fear of happiness. So, pretty close, you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what make you? All right, I have one more for you. Go. If you lift a kangaroo's tail off the ground, it can't. It can't not shit itself. Jesus, <laughs> come up behind me and lifting me up like. <laughs>
Right. Sorry for the profanity. Um, okay. Some of these are uh, finished sentences or drop a word in wherever I leave one out, but finish this one. Um, put your money where your is. Uh, small kid. <laughs> yeah. Birds of a feather together. <laughs> drop big <Careful> deuces. <laughs> you can't teach an old dog new. Um, cat tricks. <laughs> you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it. Uh, take a poop upside down. <laughs> the Australian horses. Um, the hmm that broke the camel's back. Uh, fat bat. Very <laughs> 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 oh, <there you> good. <laughs> Luke, I'm your illegitimate <laughs> grandmother. <laughs> I'm your sponsor. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, Stevie. I'm all out. All right. Well, happy Valentine's, everybody. And uh, I think it's a good moment for uh, Eugene and Stephen to take note of how much patience our partners have. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for everything. And um, yeah, we're, we're looking forward to it tomorrow. Yeah, and looking forward to getting together at some stage over the next few months in the same place yeah. would be nice. Yes, absolutely. Let you hear this one. Hang on, we have to finish off with some of this. All right. Um, you ready? And brilliant, 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 brilliant. Video will play after ads. Are you ready, Stevie? Give me a count in. Do you want to count in? All right, yep. me, let me do the countdown. Here we go. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. The most annoying five, countdown ever. 4. Three, two, one. Too much of anything. I don't know what that means. He's a farmer. Oh, he can come along in his big, big wellies. <laughs> <laughs> he can hunt no sheep. Heard it, boy. Have you had a strawberry? <laughs> <laughs> Myself on the way here. <laughs> I didn't even wash it. <laughs> it's organic. Straight from Happy the field. Valentine's <laughs> Would you like a drop of whiskey with your strawberries left? <laughs> I'm all Barry White about Jesus. Um, Happy, 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 happy Valentine's, uh, everyone, and happy Valentine's, Stevie. Let me know how it goes. Report back to HQ. We'll send each other uh, a couple of tips and hints um, of how not to get murdered tomorrow. How not? How to dodge? How to dodge a punch? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>
What is that? Eat yeah. love dodge. Eat love dodge a punch. Yeah, eat love become bulletproof. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Eugene. Have a good one. All right. See you, Stevie.